Hi, this is Scott Johnson, artist of Extra Life at MyExtraLife.com. And you're listening to Versus the World Radio. Versus the World Productions. What has been heard cannot be unheard. www.vtwproductions.com the following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. Title and background music for this production provided courtesy of Sean Beeson, composer for media. Find him on the web at www.seanbeeson.com. That's S-E-A-N-B-E-E-S-O-N dot com. I don't like this place. Alive. It's alive. It's alive. Do not panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals have taken control of the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. If you wish to participate in today's show, please come to the website and choose chat at the top of the page. If you have a webcam, click on chat and video to join the video wall. If you want to do IRC chat, click on chat, and you can use our web-based IRC client to join in the chat during the show. If you want to email the show, the address is ch at vtwproductions.com. That's ch as in casually hardcore at vtwproductions.com. And now, on with the show! For Sunday, the 1st of April, holy crap, 2012, this is Casually Hardcore. I am Gnomewise. I am Dexa. And I'm Grail. And that's the show. That's it. We're done. Are you smoking crack? No, but it is April Fool's Day. should have put the bye-bye radio part <laughs> Like they were really going to fall I for know, it. I know, it's like, I downloaded a two-hour podcast. What is the rest of this background music? I don't understand. I am angry at the internet because I'm talking yeah. in the old man voice. What? So happy April Fool's Day. Nope. Oh, dare I ask? Oh, our kid is on a camping trip, so we're oh, waiting for him to come back. Oh, save okay. me! Yeah. There's no Wi-Fi in the forest. No, no. He's supposed to have been back at noon, which right now it's one o'clock our time, so we we're expecting him back before we had to come here. Oh. He hadn't come back yet, so my mom's supposed to be picking him up, possibly. But sometimes it's always random. We don't know if he's going to be at this park where we actually have to go pick him up, or if he gets dropped off at the house, then he's got his key, and that's that. So there's still no Wi-Fi in yeah, the forest. Yeah, no kidding. It was horrible. Yeah, they were up by Payson, I believe. Oh, God, that's like the edge of the world. I know. Payson, jeez. Not all of our Payson listeners are getting on their email clients. What do you mean? Payson. We have dial-up. But I digress. So we had, uh, yeah, April Fool's. I actually managed to get Daxa pretty good this morning. Really? Yeah. yeah what did you do to your poor innocent wife? I was asleep. She wasn't asleep. She had gotten up. 
gone to the bathroom, came back, was awake. Went and, back to sleep. And it wasn't back asleep. I, I was trying to go back to sleep, but someone came in and started talking to me. That's right. And so we mentioned last week we were getting our backyard done. We are laying down pavers and everything. And so I came in and said, you know, I, I don't think we should get the pavers. And I, I was like, huh? There's just too much upkeep with them. Like, they, they rot in the sun. What the are you water about? corrodes them. You have to replace them every couple of years. Let's just not do it. Huh? And then we have this starting Monday. They're <laughs> 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 like, April Fools. You're and a I, bad, bad man. That woke me up, though. Yeah. I'll I imagine so. <laughs> I imagine so. Whatever. Uh, well, as an accidental. Uh, April Fool's joke just now. Uh-huh. The 24-7 server took over when we were handing off shows. <laughs> we haven't been on the air until just now. Awesome. Oh. So the podcast listeners get the complete experience and screw you live listeners. Wow. wow. And that's our show. And that's our show. <laughs> that's our show. <laughs> See you guys. No! That's crazy. Yeah, stranger things have happened. Yeah. Okay. So I guess the people who are listening to the experiment on the video wall were actually getting the true feed. Wow. And we weren't sending it to the Shoutcast <laughs> server because the 24-7 server got all up in our grill. It said, oh, mine. Nom, nom, nom. I'm eating your internets. Yep. Yeah. Yes, our our Shoutcast server is, in fact, a lolcat. Right. Yes. Nom, nom. Nom, nom. Nom, nom. That's kind of cool. So it actually works then if people were listening over the radio wall. That's pretty good. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh, uh-huh. More reason to go to the video wall. Interesting. I'm getting mixed re- reactions from the blackboard, but what the hell do they know anyway? <laughs> <laughs> They're in the past. That's right. <laughs> you are living 40 seconds in the past, yeah. and your parents are very disappointed in you. That's right. <laughs> they expect you to be living 40 seconds in the future by now with your flying cars and your jet packs and your cyber sex that actually works and spells the end of humanity. Hmm. Cyber sex that actually works. It doesn't work today. Yeah. Not the way that oh. would, not the way that would end humanity. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Like a perfect like sexual, something perfect that, simulation yeah. of a sexual encounter yeah. with anyone you want right. without leaving the comfort of your home. Don't be making those gestures on the video. <laughs> what? I'm going for Kirby. You tap Kirby right okay. live on TV. Turn down. Oh, okay. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that would definitely end uh, humanity as humanity. We yeah. No one would leave their house. Nope. Nope. Got it. No one would ever procreate again. Nope. Unless it was like cyborg hybrids or something. <laughs> Chrome and Steel. That's what that movie's actually about. Chrome and, Chrome and Steel. Steel. It's a new uh, Battlestar Galactica made-for-TV oh. movie. Okay. It's a four-hour, two-night two thing, or I'm not sure if it's just one two-hour or two-two-hour. Originally, I think, it was a pilot for a series, but they basically come out and said, no, it's going to be a standalone. We're not taking this to series. But it's set between Caprica and the original Battlestar and starring oh, okay. a young... Mm. Uh, William Adama, yeah, fresh out of the academy, yeah. So we get to see the classic Chrome uh, Centurion uh, okay. era. Cool. The original Cylon War, I guess, is the setting. Oh, for. that's not bad. Yeah, It'd be so, nice to have that re. Yeah, Blood and know. Chrome, I think it's called. Okay. Hi, video. Well, well, so since uh, we probably should acknowledge our IRC rep, since he just told everybody in IRC to shut up. Shut up. up. Yeah. <laughs> He's so sweet. Fine. <laughs> He's a good guy. If you're joining us live, <laughs> and why you would, I have no idea, because it's opposite day. But you should be in Internet Relay Chat, and when you get there, you will find our very own IRC Rep Nay, producer, Barry Von Awesome. Barry White, save my life. 
If you have something to bring to the attention of the show host during the production, please do not pee on us directly. Pee instead on, on Barry VA. <laughs> and he will bring it to our attention. You will be summarily ignored if you attempt to pee on us. We take care of that ourselves. Shower him with... <laughs> Shower the people you love with yeah. urine. Yep. Moving on. <laughs> yes. And if you're joining us live, please go to vtwproductions.com and hover over the chat icon at the top of the page and choose chat and video. Mm-hmm. And join the video wall, which we're actually on today, because I've finally set up a redundant computer with its own processor and its own camera, and we're experimenting with feeding the final mix down from the mixing desk to the video wall for future projects and things. We're curious how that's going, and we would just love to see your shining faces adorning the video wall. Do it now! We demand it. Excuse me. God, no. God, <laughs> God, no. <laughs> God, God. This is the no. devil dial. God apparently useful. is fallible. <laughs> Ski guys, I'm going. Dude, nice. someone can bury a massage. That guy is tense. <laughs> is he overreacting slightly? <laughs> the stream was playing the old episode. Uh. Now it's playing the right one. Barrett, you're just not using the right voice here. Let me help you with that. The stream was playing last week's episode. It is now live. Discussion closed. Yeah, wow. That should have more. Stop effect. touching yourself. For those of you who are. <laughs> and stop touching yourself, Barrett. It is God. Uh. Mm. So, anyway, happy April Fool's April Day. April Fool's Day, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah. It's been a, I'm sure we'll get to it in later segments, but it's been a pretty good day of internet shenanigans, as always. Shenanigans! Shenanigans! Yeah. Yeah. We have a claim of shenanigans. We have a claim. I think today qualifies. qualifies. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been paying close attention, but I saw some of the Blizzard ones, like the Supply Depot uh, portable game. That, to me, was the best Blizzard one. Yeah. Overall, this year, there was kind of meh. Star Wars one was pretty good. Yep, that one was funny. Um, Google went Google all was out. Awesome. They had a ton this year. Yeah. What are some of the high points? Oh well, actually, we'll do that we'll during the research cast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is this serious is critical. business now. This is serious business because yeah. the DS for Nemesis is broken. broken. <gasps> Wow. So, you guys talk amongst yourselves. Yeah. I'm going to go solve. You go do DS repair. (laughs) And if it doesn't work, well then. (laughs) Oh, you got to feel sorry for that guy. Oh, man. Jeez, seriously, talk amongst yourselves. I know. I I talk to her every day. I talk to her. (laughs) Him all the time. There you go. Yeah. There we go. And I'm not even drinking. Yep. I don't know what's going on here. I'm telling you. Um, however, we did have a really nice surprise last night. We were out with a couple of friends and uh, just hanging out, having dinner at the Melting Pot. Which is a fondue place for those not in the know. That's there. I'm pretty sure it's a national chain, at least in the U.S. Uh, I know they have multiple locations just around Phoenix. Uh, however, yeah, we were out last night uh, gorging ourselves because it's impossible to get out of there without putting, you know, 15 pounds of food, one little morsel at a time in your mouth. Doesn't seem like a lot Doesn't when it's Doesn't seem like a, a lot, but man. Ugh. But add a bunch of, add a bowl of cheese to it and a bowl of chocolate, and yeah, yeah, it becomes quite a bit. 
But we were finishing up, and I was we were walking out, going home, and then all of a sudden I see this big tall guy, and I'm about to tell uh, Grail, hey, that looks like uh, Gnomewise. And then I turn around, and uh, Iolite's right there, and I'm yeah. like, that is Gnomewise. And that is Iolite. <laughs> so we had a little surprise yesterday on our way to on our way home that right. we ran into each other. Yeah. I don't know how that happened. Small world too. I, I didn't think Gnome existed outside of Sunday. So. I know, seriously, right? <laughs> Shut your mouth. We've been to conventions before. <laughs> well, I mean, conventions are special times. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> they don't exist in the normal week. Welcome to continue. conventions special time. Yeah. Exactly. Seriously. Happy fun time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do not taunt happy fun ball. That's right. What? I just work here. That was nice. <laughs> ah. What? Simple reset later and all as well. In ah, nice. Bang! Yes, man. <laughs> Is there an appropriate, like, joyous drop-in for that one? Hmm. No. We're not really big on the positive... Seriously? Uh, <laughs> oh, no, here we go. Work? Now we got one here. Okay. Yeah, baby, yeah! Oh, there you go. And arguably... Elf more. Just because Mr. Yeah. T makes everything more the, awesome. The twins one also is very positive. In a different kind of way. <laughs> <thing, yeah. laughs> twins, Basil. Twins. Twins, Basil. Twins. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yes. 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 <laughs> so that's the good thing about DSs, though. I mean, overall, oh, they I, are... I, with the abuse that he lavishes on yeah. that thing, I would have expected it to be dead ages ago. Major props to Nintendo yeah. America for mm-hmm. making a quality Our, product. My original DS that I got when it first came out, it's like a brick, practically, uh, compared to you know the newer versions, right. still runs. I mean, it still works. The screen is like smudged and stuff, but it, it still functions. can it does function. It turns on. I could still play on it if I wanted to. The touch still works on it. You know, yeah, really good. I mean, that's kind of what Nintendo has fall, found their niche of the portable gaming. That um, you can't kill with a stick. That you can't kill. Yeah. But they yeah. do it well. It's just kind of like how Apple fell into the whole iTunes and then the, their uh, iOS-type oh. devices. Yes. Ah, hey! It's from Pussar. Oh. She spe- she I'm show ribs. tapping Kirby. She Camera, spec- you with me? She specified <laughs> Tapping Kirby. Tapping Kirby right now. The right Get one. Away. You're not supposed to take PMs directly. Oh, that's right. Oh, oh, oh for a shame. But it's Pusar. Uh, uh-uh. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> what the I know hell? it's funny. What did you do? I have no idea. <laughs> BTW Radio just. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> What in the hell? Oh, no. <laughs> Fine, crossfade. We're back. Look at that. Wow. I'm a genius. <laughs> All right, stop. No more drop-ins. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Emergency <laughs> drop-ins? Yeah. It was... What was that? It was bad. It, it had nothing. No fire, no energy, no nothing. <laughs> Thank you, Ruby Rod. That's right. <laughs> now I have to repair the damage that they've done to our show template. That's a whole other story. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, oh no. crap. Uh, no, no, no. What are you doing? Screwing things up. Talk amongst yourselves quickly. Oh, my God. It's hard to talk about myself when all I hear from I the know. person no, controlling no, everything no. is no. Oh, crap. Oh, that's not good. Oh, I control that everything. That shouldn't be on fire. Um. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't touch that. You don't know what it's connected to. <laughs> you don't know if there's air? You don't know if there's air? <laughs> It seems uh, all right to me. Yeah. <laughs> I think we mentioned a couple weeks ago that Sigourney Weaver in a 
in an interview indicated that, as we all suspected, there yeah. is an R-rated cut of that movie out there that exists. Oh, yeah. Where she says well, F- that's just That's just one. Oh, okay. she said this one had sex and violence nice. and everything and language. Uh, and oh, that'd be awesome. Where is that? I, yeah. that? That was the immediate answer the interviewer, interviewer was. Where there. can I see this? I will pay. Put out a Blu-ray of that. You will make money. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. And you'd think that would be something Hollywood would have caught on to by now because there's always the argument. Well, if we make it an R-rated film, it won't we're, sell. We're, we will not make as much right. money as right. we would as a PG or PG thirteen. Sure, because you're cutting off some of your audience. But I would potentially. Think, but I then think, you re-release it. Well, yeah, I would think if, if you do the Peter Jackson approach and you shoot two different movies at the time and mm-hmm. release the PG thirteen version in theaters and then release the unrated cut or the definitely rated R cut yeah. alongside the PG cut. I think they could make bank doing that. Oh, I think they would make a ton on a movie like Galaxy Quest. Yeah. Where with some minor scene additions and just different dialogue, you could have two totally different movies. Right. Yeah. Why has Hollywood not been doing this? Well, it kills me is that the only time you see them release the, you know, unrated cut, and it's it's always for an R movie already. So now it's X, the X version, the one that would have gotten X. Or it's just the one that they basically just didn't decide to submit in front of the ratings board. Usually that's all it turns out to be. The scenes they add aren't anything more than what the R-rated movie already had in Mm -hmm. it. So, yeah, it would be much better to see a PG or PG-13 say, oh, by the way, here's the... The adult naughty version of Twilight. Or- <laughs> <laughs> no, that would not. You work. have chosen poorly. Yeah. Sorry. Anytime I think about like a movie having to be PG to make money, that series just pops in my head because <laughs> it's like oof. Teeny boppers. You know. Yeah. <sighs> Team Jacob. Yes. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I was I was channeling the 40 year old mothers. <gasps> team. Well, Team Edward. Uh. <laughs> I'd go with the werewolf. I still myself. love the, the motivational poster of uh, if it were you know, a bunch of 40-year-old guys doing this, somebody would call the cops. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no kidding, huh? Especially if they were going, Team Edward. No. Fabulous. He's buckled. Get my glitter, honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's the camera that does it to me. Yeah. 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 I know that I'm being filmed in the right side of my brain saying, do something funny. <laughs> <laughs> the left side of my brain says, no, get more beer. <laughs> yes. That's always a good thing. Enough of that, and you will not be able to help but doing something right. funny. Exactly. That's true. To other people, anyway. Yes. That's true. Okay. <laughs> that April Fool's Belch heralds the incoming programmatic announcements. Okay. Okay. If you pay attention to the front page of Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com, well, I was channeling my inner radio. I got my, got my, my chow and my got a little uh, chewing tobacco and then we got Versus the World Radio. But Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. In the shows tab, you will notice that we have a new show from community member Sakani. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. I had the pleasure of meeting when I was in Palm Springs for right. Tenactive. And he had got a very sleepy uh, version of me, for which I apologize. <laughs> like, hey, dude, what's up? <laughs> it was a really freaking long day, but I appreciate the visit. That does happen. And so under the show's menu, you'll see a, an entry for BGM for background music. And it is a video game remix show. Oh, cool. Hosted by, yes, the network now has its very own DJ. Ooh. Mm. DJ Sakani. Okay. Uh, okay. Rolls right off the tongue. DJ Sakani. 
And if you look at the uh, show page for his show, he's got the um, Dreamcast style game cover. Oh, nice! Uh, with the Afro Samurai version yeah. of himself in the upper left hand right corner, which is absolutely awesome art. Oh, cool! Because if anyone could pull off a real life Afro Samurai, yeah, it would be Sakani. Yeah, because he totally has the right body type, and you put the ridiculous Big, fro on him. Fro, yeah. And there, there is cosplay that Sakani badly needs to do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure what you could build the anime fro out of that wouldn't like crush your spine from its weight. Oh, you could build something. Yeah, or you just get it. Foam. I guess Don King never died from his hair. Yeah, so. no. Just enough hairspray and you know enough of a big enough of a wig, fake hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can do it. But please check out yeah. BGM on um, Versus the World Radio. And give Sakani your feedback in his newly created forum on the Versus the World forums, where you should also be participating, for it is an awesome community made of fantastic people. Yes. We are also looking to actively promote the station uh, a lot more than we have. We've got a lot of new tools that our friends at Squarespace have made available to us. So main Mm -hmm. site posts now have a at the bottom of each episode announcement or post we put up on the page... There is a share this article button, which now brings up a uh, a menu of a whole bunch of options that didn't used to be there. Hmm. So you can send links directly from there to your Twitter account, to your Facebook timeline, or any Facebook pages you maintain. Oh, wow. Yeah. Very Um, cool. Google Plus is now supported in there as well, as is Reddit. Cool. So if you see something... On vtwproductions.com, or if you enjoy a particular episode particularly well, please take a moment and go over to the main site and use the Share This Article button to send it out to your various social networks. We're going to be trying to do that a lot more often to try and bring in uh, new listeners, Yeah, to fatten up the listener base and make it even more awesome than it is now. Why are we trying to fatten up our listeners? Because more is better. But not bigger all the time. Supersize them. We're in no danger of that happening. So (laughs) we just want more of the right kind of people. Uh, We know that you're out there on the interwebs because we run into you at conventions. That's right. Similarly, on the forums, I've added to the bottom of every post a Facebook like button, which isn't quite as nice and targeted as the one on the main site, where you can actually send it to Facebook pages and um, I forget what. What the other option was, but the pages, timeline, or and there was a third one in there. Um, and then you can also tweet individual posts from the forum out to your Twitter followers. So again, cool. if you find some a post that or something fun that you just want to share, please use those tools. That kind of word of mouth is priceless right. to a small organization like us. Because basically the kinds of people who are going to be following you on Twitter are more people like yourself, yeah. which are more the kind of person we want to invite to our community. So we've been trying to put these tools in place, and now we want to go on the record of officially encouraging all of you to use the hell out of these things. Similarly, if you know of a gathering of the tribes, such as Nerdtacular or Phoenix Comic Con or Penny Arcade Expo, or if you can think of an interviewie, because when we are done here today with the live show, we will be interviewing the mini bosses. Mini bosses. Mm. Who are. They're teeny, teeny, weeny. No, they're actually normal sized. Oh. <laughs> and in a weird twist of fate, they're actually local. Oh, wow. They're Arizonans. How oh, cool, cool is that? And the. So the mini bosses are a band that plays pretty much exclusively video game music. Right. And right 
couple days after they're done here, they're getting ready to head back to Boston to perform at PAX East this year. Oh, cool. Yay. Um, so if you go to minibosses.com, uh, you can see all their listen to all their work. They have a Bandcamp page where you can stream before you buy. All kinds of fun stuff in the announcement on the front this page. One of this one time at Bandcamp. This one time at Bandcamp, exactly. Uh, so they will be joining us here. And then so watch the Alpha Geek page for the posting of their eventual Alpha Geek interviews. And we've got some more people coming up on Alpha Geek Interviews. We've got Tom Merritt coming over. Mm-hmm. He's actually returning. He's been on Alpha Geek Radio yeah. before. We're coming on Alpha Geek Interviews now to talk about his role in the new Geek and Sundry channel yeah. that is premiering. They're having their drive today right. for sponsor for um, subscribers. Right. And that's the co-production of many people. But the, the big headliners are Felicia Day, right. Will Wheaton, Tom Merritt, um, Veronica Belmont, um, a lot of people who have, who have been kind of toying with video content. Yeah. And Felicia Day is not pr- creating quite as much. She's acting, no. as, acting as a producer right. of this one to help other people get their foot in the door doing internet video and shows. So we'll be discussing that with Tom Merritt next week um, in recognition of it going live this weekend. Cool. And then also have... God, who is the third one? Dang it. Ah, Daryl Skeels from ThisWeekInTrek.com, also oh, yeah. The Trek Nerd. Right, right, right. Um, who I'm going to make look bad because I know much more about Trek than he does. <laughs> yeah, right. And that just proves I'm going to get trivia annihilated on my I own show. I went to the other webpage. I was reading mm-hmm. through it, and his like, bio. He's like, yeah, I can qu- I can like recite the entire, entire episodes, episodes yeah. from the original Star Trek. Holy cow. Yeah. He, is, he is with that like some of us yeah. are with Python. Uh, every it's interesting though, word. but he was—he's very Gene Roddenberry folk. Like he believes in his mantra. Yes, so that was kind of interesting. No, he actually had a, a really fun time a couple weeks ago interviewing uh, Rod Roddenberry. Oh, okay, his son. Yeah. So we'll be talking. So those are the ones I have scheduled at the moment. But if you have ideas as to who you think groups of people, organizations, or individuals that might have something that they wish to promote. Mm-hmm. Or just someone who you think would make an interesting interview and maybe you have a contact to provide to us. Fantastic. I'm always looking for geeky and nerdy things that I have never heard of before and to bring out and show to everyone. So we are soliciting all your suggestions to get the word out there. I'm learning about search engine optimization. Yes, the things I do for you people, I'm reading up on SEO to learn how to increase our page rank and have a show up in the kinds of Google searches. Uh, I was just doing that, too. Oh, I'll let you finish it, though. That's cool. Eaten. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, writing description meta tags is just so... I was just telling Dax about that this morning. I was like, description meta tags, SSO. It's all about that. No wonder she just loves you so. (laughs) Stares passionately at you. Come on, this is, after all... Say the words, honey. Search engine That's optimization. Right. This is, after all, hardcore. That's this right. is hardcore. This yeah. is. Welcome to hardcore. That's right. Hardcore SEO, people. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. And finally, <laughs> we would really like to call upon our listener base to help us with this so use the sharing tools on the front page use the sharing tools in the forums participate in the forums start some threads there some wacky things you want to discuss let's go into some of the less active boards i'm going to go try to go into food geek central and talk a little bit about the mead we're making 
Um, bring forth the nerdy discussion because now we can take those discussions, throw them out to Facebook, throw them yeah. out to Twitter, and it's a little easier. It's a little less insulated from the rest of the world with these sharing tools. Right. Also, if you can take a minute, if you are an iTunes user, even if in years past you have written us a review, please write us another one because they do age those yeah. um, ratings and they become less and less relevant the older they are. So if you re-up your rating, the more recent ratings of any kind, please rate us honestly. Yeah. We're not asking for, we're not demanding that everyone go give us five-star ratings and... We rock! <laughs> well, we do, but... <laughs> please, if you want to help us... Help others find us. Sure. iTunes is another great way. It's where a large percentage of the listener base hangs out, and it's the tool they use to find us. It only really works when we only show up on listings if people have rated us recently. And we haven't really talked about rating us on iTunes in years. No, it's realized, been a long hey, time. Hey, we should probably mention that yeah, once a show. Yeah, we forget that. Yeah. So please, take a moment, go to iTunes, give us a rating, write us up a short write-up. You can also subscribe to us there, too, if Well, you if, you, if you're not already subscribing, yeah. if you're getting us via some other method, yeah. subscribing via iTunes works yeah. as well. Um, I was discussing with Scott Johnson over at Frog Pants because they've rolled out this new feature uh-huh. where entire networks can get basically their own page in iTunes. Oh, wow. Huh. Then I asked, I was asking him, so how did this come about? Did you have to submit something or did they contact you? No, they contacted me out of the blue. I'm like, damn it. Oh. So apparently it's right, invite people. only. Everyone, right. But if anyone knows the secret for getting yourself invited, because if we could put ourselves on there un- as one network under the VTW yeah. heading, that would probably be v- reasonably massive. Right, yeah, right. absolutely. So if anyone has a secret that I don't know about, I want to hear about it. Yeah, do some research on that. Tell me your secrets! Happy April Fool's Day. And f- Excuse me. Fifth grade. Tell me your secrets! You're really a girl. La, 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 la. <laughs> I'm a little girl. My little pony in CCTV. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, he doesn't <laughs> <That's your business. laughs> yes, it is. I did freak out um, my wife by correctly. She had got one of the My Little Pony dolls in a Happy Meal for, uh-huh. for Arch Nemesis, and I, just by correctly identifying the pony by name. Oh, man. Because <laughs> I hang out on our forums, and we have a wow. not, not inactive brony community there. And I've learned that the female equivalent to a brony is a Pegasister. That was new on me. Huh. Pegasister? Yeah. Pegasister. Because the, the Peg- Pegasi- there's the Pegasus yeah, ponies, yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah. are one sub, sub-breed of the, of, the know, of the creature. Huh. Some fly, some don't. Really? I um, see. So it's the bronies and the Pegasisters. It sounds like class warfare to me. I know, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Damn Pegasus is always keeping oh, us down. I know, man. exactly. Uh, Flaunting their hotty-totty wings. just prejudiced against dragons, man. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. Uh, yeah. Actually, that conveniently, in a racist kind of a way, happy April Fool's Day, drops us in our first break. Yay, I guess. Okay. What? What? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> racist against dragons, anyway. Oh. Dukes. I know. <laughs> oh, look at <up> the desk. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. All right. You are listening to Jeez. Casually Hardcore. Excuse me. You are listening to Hardcore. Hardcore. Live on Versus the World Radio. VTWProductions.com. Our call-in topic of the day, it being April Fool's Day and all. Yeah. Yes. Stories of epic April Fool events you've been in attendance that you have coordinated. Epic failures yeah. of April Fool's. Just April Fool's-centric stories. We want to hear 
what has gone smoothly, what was jaw-droppingly awesome, what failed in minor or spectacular way on an April Fool's outing uh, in your past, or even this year. We shall return right after some advertisements and a little exorb. We'll be back right after this. Hey kids, this is Highlander, co-host of The Emperor's Court. Okay, let's be honest. You're listening to this right now because, well, you're a big fat loser. Come on, admit it, Tubby. You wouldn't know how to have a life if you could buy one on eBay. Relax, we're not dogging you. You probably don't know it, but there's a cure for people just like you. Tune in to The Emperor's Court Sundays from 6 to 9 Eastern right here on VTWProductions.com. Whether I'm answering your questions on the quickening, telling you how to make an atomic bomb on forbidden knowledge, or telling you about the stupidest moments in video game history, let's see if we can't make that soul-crushing, lifeless void of a black hole you called your parents' basement just a little bit brighter. The Emperor's Court, Sundays, 6 to 9 Eastern on VTW Productions. Your three-hour break from internet porn.
Danielle Corsetto from Girls with Slingshots, and you are listening to Versus the World Radio. I hope you have a drink handy. Geeks in a Gaming World. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. So apparently the repair job I did earlier might have possibly had a few issues with the wrong track being substituted. A leak sprung from the duct tape. (laughs) (laughs) I hate you all so bloody much. Uh, so anyway, yes, geeks in a gaming world. Mm-hmm. Well, now, actually, just yeah, we'll save this for you know, research chaos. Oh, okay. sure. So we got on the uh, Yoldi spreadsheet for non-April Fools related or April Fools related gaming <laughs> well, that, news. That's the problem with trying so to research to stuff on April Fools. Now, luckily, for the most part, most of the stories was from earlier in the week, so we can kind of research that way. But some sites even were putting out fake stories to. St- Kind of lead up to their April Fool's Day story. story. So, yeah. But we'll start with one thing that has been around the web, and it's one of the uh, big rumors that are starting to circulate regarding the PlayStation Four uh-huh. code name Orbis. Your Orbises are over there behind. Yeah. The city. yeah. <laughs> so, hey, baby, nice Orbis. The rumors being reported right now is that it is not going to have backward compatibility to PlayStation Three. Not all that, which shocking. isn't shocking, but nonetheless is. It was nice. It's never a happy thing either to hear that. That, oh, yay, all my games are no longer valid. But I don't know what, I mean, really, it was from the PlayStation 1 to PlayStation 2 and um, the Xbox to Xbox 360. Right. Where it kind of became almost like, well, you got to have backward compatibility. It was never 100%, though. And it never was 100%. The the PlayStation 1 was better because it was a hardware emulator. Right, right. Where Microsoft tried to pull it off with software. And it didn't work so well. It didn't work for certain titles. Yeah. So it was, it was about, a, I would say, about 90% hit rate. Yeah, and even then you ran into bugs and yeah. stuff. But, I mean, nonetheless, that was the first time it actually became like a, well, you have to have this, or really there should be this backward compatibility. You think before that, in the 8-bit days to the 16-bit days to the quasi-32-bit days, I mean, those there was never the thought of, well, I have my Sega Master System. Why can't I play these games on my Genesis? Or right. why can't I play my Genesis games and play them on my uh Saturn, and then Saturn to Dreamcast. So, you know, it's one of those things. It's not surprising, but, of course, a little disappointing. The other big thing, though, that the rumors, at least, are speculating is that they're going to put in anti-used game code, which is basically going to lock games to your PSN ID. So if you were to sell said game to a GameStop or wherever, and somebody buys it, or it'll be a, a... they have to basically buy the, the cost of the game to buy a They'll code. have to unlock the full game. It'll be a, a demo. small version demo of it. I find that very easy to believe because the um, game makers hate the, set, the secondhand market. Yeah, they do. They feel like it's money taken directly from their pockets. They say if someone's buying a game that they've never owned before, we should be paid for it, damn it. Right. And the whole concept of the right of first sale... And the fact that the law of the land in the United States of America is secondary to them. Yeah. They just see dollar signs and they could be making more billions instead of merely billions. Yeah. 
I'm not. I'm. I'm not sold on the argument. I am completely okay with them if they're doing either downloadable content that adds on charging for it. I'm completely okay if they're running servers that you have to connect to to play online with them putting a ten dollar whatever fee that they charge you to unlock that if it's your second if you're the second third whatever owner of the game. That I understand because there's a cost for them to run those servers. An ongoing cost. Yeah, I understand that. But if it's you're talking about a single player game and I don't care about your downloaded content, no, I'm sorry. Look, it's like I have the disc. What exactly? Are you going to charge me if I let a friend borrow my game? Yeah, <laughs> I that mean, gives them wood. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's it's just de- depressing at that point. And I mean, you know, again, to me, the more locked down you make a market that is thriving the more chance you're going to have people then finding many, many ways around, around it, it mm-hmm. and probably getting you into a worse piracy position than you are now. They have evidence to the contrary. Really? That evidence is Apple Computer. Yeah, but the Apple Computer even had to go through like uh, loosening of restrictions on how, how I'm many I'm talking devices. about the Mac. I'm okay. talking about iOS. Okay. Completely closed system. Yeah. Where you absolutely cannot resell apps. You absolutely can only move them from machine to machine by bringing your account with you. Right. And they have so much money that they literally do not know what to do with it. Well, okay. As soon as their games are uh, priced at the point of an yes. iOS yeah, app, sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if your game is going to be three bucks, then fine. Yeah, yeah. charge everyone they three bucks. They look yeah. at that model. Right. No, I understand. Right. And they say, it can work the consumers will swallow it no i don't think i think the other big problem is is they're not going to be they're not like apple and ios where they were the big fish in the market for a long time before android even became popular i uh, apple really stomped on it sony has direct competition from microsoft and from nintendo that if they come out and say well we're locking it down and the other two don't get on board that makes it a lot harder for them to say, well, of course you're going to swallow this. And that, but I think the other but Sony are, is a company that would do it, though, too. <laughs> I think the other ones are going to get on board. They feel the same way about the second-hand when you market. Look at, when you look at it this way, for example, like let's say the, the lending of games. I just lent my friend the Bioshock, right? He finished it. He, I lent him Bioshock, too. He is not going to wait till I play Bioshock Infinite. He's going to go out and buy it. That is not how they see it. They don't see it that way, unfortunately. But yeah, they see it as a zero-sum game. Right. If a single person plays a title and they did not buy it retail, they write that down as a loss. They don't think of it as an advertising cost of you're getting a friend hooked on it by loaning it to them. Yeah. They and they also they have another thing to look at, and they say it can work. Hmm. Amazon and the Kindle. They say there's a totally closed system. With limited, really hard to use lending, mm-hmm. um, Barnes Noble does a better lending system than yeah. Amazon does, and people cannot get enough books on the Kindle environment. And that's another thing that the game makers are looking at and saying: it can work. The consumer will stand for it. So again, if if. I think they're going to run into the problem of the price points are so different yeah. compared to iOS and You're Kindle not books. Seventy dollars for That's a book. not what they want to hear. Sixty dollar, you know, game. It's it's just. I mean, if they bring the price down, then yeah, they may have an argument for it, or they may get close. But I mean, I look at it the same days back in the days of Nintendo eight bit and and Genesis and and those 
those type of systems, they rallied a little bit at first when people first started renting games. Mm-hmm. They rallied against it, but then they said, that's okay, let's do it. And, I mean, now you have services like Gamefly. Right. Like, I mean, I would think there's enough anti-force against it because there's a lot of people that get profit out of people being able to use games temporarily or buy the right. used games that I still think there's going to be enough lobbying against them doing it that it would be tough right now to sell it. Well, I mean, Redbox and... Gamefly will be very unhappy with this kind of a deal. Yeah, I'm kidding. Unless they work out some kind of deal where special versions, rental versions of the games with non-persistent universal accounts Mm -hmm. attached to them, they could work around it that way. Or they could just kiss Redbox and Gamefly goodbye and say, no, we're heading for... Because during this same time period, when the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox 720 and, and the Nintendo Wii U or whatever it gets renamed are coming into being... We're also going to be transitioning away from optical media and to cloud-based storage and direct-to-drive distribution. Mm-hmm. That's part of the hardware and the software manufacturer's dream right. is to cut out the manufacturing cost as well as having another layer of iron-fisted control over who is allowed to do what on the platform because they don't see these things as items. They see... Because they want to see it this way, because this way leads to more cash for them. Sure, sure. They see it as a service that they are providing, and they have talked themselves into, no, we're providing you a gaming service. And the only one that's even close to that being true is Microsoft, where Xbox Mm -hmm. Live Arcade and their online integration is reasonably mature. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. They just Um, added HBO Go. Oh, That has been an awesome week for me. Yeah. And so there you are. Yeah. You are very excited about this completely non-gaming related. Sure. This is a your Xbox 360 acting as, as a, a media, media center for sure, you, sure. the way God intended. Yes. Right. Right. But also, that leads to thinking on Microsoft's half, okay, we are service providers. Mm-hmm. So I can see them in board meetings saying, we want, we want to stop selling discs. Right. The Xbox 720 needs to have high capacity. Oh, look. Massive storage is incredibly cheap now. Well, have they ever recovered from the Taiwanese fires or Thailand? The 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 the, the floods. It floods. It's yeah. slowly recovering. I mean, yeah. yes, they've recovered, but the market has not, has not come back. Yet. There's money to be gouged, my oh, friend. I know. So, I mean, one day after the floods were everything, the prices skyrocketed. Went up, yeah. yeah, and they have crept downwards. That is all the manufacturers jockeying for, for oh, yeah, money, money, margin, margin, margin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But anyway, the reality is at a level between where you've got the someone like Microsoft working directly with a Samsung or a Seagate or a Western Digital Mm -hmm. to buy to buy massive quantities of drives over a long term. They can negotiate a deal where they can get a two two or three terabyte gaming console out the door. Right, right. And reasonably say, okay, for the lifetime of this machine, between the massive storage on the device and cloud storage, where we assume everyone has a high-speed internet connection, we're never selling a disc again. Or we are weaning you off. This this next round yeah. of consoles, they will wean us They'll off. They'll start moving you from that. Yeah. And the generation after this one will have no drive no whatsoever. Option. Yeah, that's possible. It'll have whatever the flash RAM or the secure digital of the day is sure. for moving saves and things around. Right. But everything else is going to be fed to us over the internet connection. And that will be the day of, no, there is no secondary market because there's nothing to right. take to the store to sell. That's where they are taking us. Well, and I, I understand that. It's just I, preparation for that. I think 
it's interesting if they if they get to that point, then they've solved their you know quote unquote pro- problem. problem. Right. But mm-hmm. to try to put it in beforehand, before getting to that point, I don't know if that'll work. That'll as well. just tick. They want the off. money now. Mm. My favorite thing in here. I gotta look up this quote because uh, one of the sites that had it was GameStop, uh, GameSpot, and let's see. Do, 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 do. Okay, so it basically says uh, it'll feature an anti-used game uh, anti-used game system, offer no backwards compatibility with PlayStation Three titles, and ship it around the holidays in 2013. Based on this, we assume it will also loudly berate you and insult you every time you turn it on. <laughs> <laughs> you are a thief you are a thief you're lucky we let you play our games bitch <laughs> now sit down shut up and give us your credit card number just spits the disc back at you <laughs> oh man that's hilarious <laughs> that would be funny yep so that's our, our latest word in that word uh, world for the PlayStation uh, 4s. Also, Warhammer 40K. Yeah. MMO. Small feature change. They, just, just like they announced a single feature change. One, one change. <laughs> one change. We're dropping the... MMO portion? MMO portion. It might still have an O. It's just a feature, <laughs> just a feature announcement, guys. What's the big deal? Oh. Yeah, unfortunately, layoffs suck, apparently. Yeah. And so, I mean, you know, on the flip side of the whole, we're not making enough money. Here, I present you uh, the MM, the 40K MMO developers who had to do a series of cutbacks and basically... Turn it into a single player game. Yeah, they couldn't yeah. do it as a top flight MMO. We also were kind of, probably kind of looking at the MMO market and saying the dreams that all these development studios had around the time of EverQuest... Blizzard ate all their lunches. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. And there was room in the market for yeah. one of those yeah. juggernauts. Right. Mm-hmm. And no one has been able to repeat that success story. Not Bioware to that level. Has, and EA have done it to a satisfactory level. Sony has a whole host of free-to-play products sure. mm-hmm. that are making bank. They're just not swimming in truckloads right. of money the way that Blizzard Everybody does. expected as well when they first started developing So this. the business people who are involved in these things say, yeah, this is satisfactory. These are money-making propositions. Right. They're just not runaway blockbuster successes, which everyone hopes to have. Sure, right. of course. Of course. But it has been, re- it has been repeatedly proven that it's really it's not going to happen again. Yeah. The property to pull people away from their dedication of years yeah. to World of Warcraft has not been created and probably will not be created. It'll be a slow bleed yeah. out to dozens of smaller titles. Right, right. And they probably looked at that and said, we were kind of counting on winning people away or building on the massive success of Warhammer Online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, which turned out not to be the massive success no. that they had thought Vision. it was going to be. Right, they right. really thought they had, well, you know, ours is going to be a next-gen MMO, a newer hardware with new features, and from our own beloved franchise, because mm-hmm. they have a 
Warhammer is a screaming legion of fanboys. Yeah. And yeah. if they had led with 40K, they probably they would have pulled have it off. Yeah. yeah. That was their mistake. They put but it they out led something with classic. that looked like a clone of WoW. Yeah. 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 If they had made that one decision and gone with 40K, 40K first, they I probably... I know it doesn't make st- uh, sense from a story standpoint. doesn't matter. But from a marketing standpoint, they could just reskin them as space marines. Yeah. And why just my, go... Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, really, at this I'm point, why thinking, not... To... What are, what are the, what's the hunters that... that um, they, the hunters. They, they jump inside their creature and control it from the inside. Oh, those dudes, yeah. Squig hunters. Yes. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just mentioned reskinning a squig hunter as a space marine. <laughs> How would that work exactly? Looks <laughs> like he's inside his power armor, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you but can anyway, do that. Okay, cool. um, but they didn't, and Warhammer, I mean, you were a big proponent of it when it I loved shipped. it, but nobody it was good. explained it. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it just wasn't enough people on yeah. there. It, it, I loved it. I had a blast. I didn't think... I don't think it was different enough no. to steal people away. That's the problem. Like, Star Wars is different enough where it takes... It's a different game. And, and it's a worldwide... And it's very recognizable. I mean, it's a worldwide scale franchise. Right. 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 So I mean, people in backwater Asian subcontinent yeah. recognize Darth Vader. Yeah. yeah. Well, they had... I mean, but I've read some articles like that game Rifts. Oh, um, yeah. That one, the last article I read, they said, you know, we are we're, they're actually still slowly increasing right. their base. So I mean, they're they're definitely, and that was a pretty big title, and they put a lot of money behind it. And the little bits yep. I've I've toyed around it with is it, a success. It's good, it, 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 it's but again, game. it's it's a fantasy game, and you run into the problem that you just go, well, feels kind of samey, wowish, and all my friends are still yeah. playing wow. Now, granted, my next fantasy game is going to be Guild Wars Two, yeah. but that has the Strange distinction of no monthly fee, which and also, but also has a solid fan base and a big yes. fan base from right, pre right. World of Warcraft era because Guild Wars was kind of the bridge drug, yeah, between yeah. EverQuest, EverQuest and, and WoW. WoW. Yeah, WoW you know, was pushed back. It's and, you know when Blizzard typical when it's done, right, right. And Guild Wars kind of flourished in there, yeah, and and has a substantially different approach to world building, sure, and. Guild Wars 2, every time I've seen it, has been really awesome looking. Yeah, it looks great. And they've great. not been rushing it out the door. They've absolutely been taking their time. They're gonna, and mm-hmm. they're going to launch it feature yeah. and content rich. Yeah. Right. And that interesting twist of, and I'm not paying a monthly fee. Right. that $15, $16 bleed, you can feel that sometimes. Oh. Well, if you're playing as a family, double, absolutely. Yeah, double yeah. and triply so. Yeah. Well, I mean, with Dax and I, I mean, we're basically like... I will subscribe. Each of us will have one subscription going, and if we're changing games, we that's it. We're not having multiple subscriptions at the same time. Ursa Heel in the Black Void says, eh, it would work as a Necron, you know, a squig in a mech suit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that ain't right, kids. Don't do drugs. Uh, massive out-of-cycle shout-out to Ursa Heel for all the great work he's been doing on the all-volunteer audio team. He has wrangled and cataloged and created a whole bunch of fun audio, some of which yeah. you have been hearing in mm-hmm. today's show. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Ursi... Keep up the good work. We love it. Awesome. Uh, Call out to artists out there. We could use a couple more members of the all-volunteer art team. We have a few art assets that need looking at, and... I think we burned out our poor Majeef. I know. He's so good. He's so So freaking awesome, but... You should it not can't be only more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, poor guy. Um, so massive shout-outs and thanks also to yeah. Majeef too for the 
everything years of, of <laughs> fantastic art he has done for us and anyone wants to help the man out yeah now's the time find us in the forums so i know we're getting towards the next break but real yeah, we started quick, a little late so. yeah it's true so they also finally have released a basically a graphic tech demo for the World of Darkness MMO, staying in the MMO vein. Oh yeah, which is by the folks that make uh, Eve, yes. same company. Which we tried to plug them for information in last year's pack. They, were, they, they were weren't talking. We in. are not talking at all about this. So this is the first actual. It's a demo. It basically shows a little city area that uh, people are speculating is their coffee house district, which is a social meeting point. Mm-hmm. Uh, outside of the where the, all the battles are taking place. But the demo looked good. It was very pretty-looking graphics. Mm-hmm. And it's so su- pretty. Su- sufficiently gothic, gritty-looking night, of course, uh, landscape. So it could be good. I mean, it's, it's a great universe. I, I hope, love that universe. I hope they do it right. And, I mean, uh, t- talking about MMOs that have thrived even in the shadow of wow and everything else. Eve is definitely one of them. Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. Because they keep growing. And it's, it's an interesting tack they're taking with the whole, yeah, we're going we're gonna to attach an FPS to our yeah. single-server massive galaxy MMO game. Okay. <laughs> okay. I love, I love the demo of the Orbital Strike right. coordinating with the first-person shooter yeah. uh, squad on the ground, like, it's kind of cool. Kind of so neat. They, kinda neat. They've always been on the edge of where you could take yeah, an MMO. Yeah, CCP is a They're very really interesting group of people, and yeah. I, I've never actually played EVE. I've only ever had it described in glorious spreadsheet detail to me. I played it when it first came out. I did their little trial, and yeah, it was one of those games where it's like, there's such cool stuff here, but it was you had to get through this wall of horrible UI and just spreadsheet interface and it just wasn't appealing but apparently you know, when we talked to them they've done a massive amount of remodel a massive amount to bring new players in and mm-hmm. make them feel like okay I can understand what's going on so mm-hmm. it's one of those ones I always want to at least go back for like the seven day trial just to see what does it look like now and uh, you know go from there and but, they're such fun people yeah, too like, they're really cool they're really great into their people. game people yeah. yeah Deathformer in the Black Void says I just want a jump pack and a giant hammer. Glorious carnage! Yeah. <laughs> He'll be playing an orc. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That brings us neatly to our next break. You're listening to Casually Hardcore live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Our RSS feeds are created and maintained by RSS feed creator from JitBit Software. Find them on the web at jitbit.com or follow the link from our front page. We shall return after a little bit of Molly Lewis. Oh, yeah. All right. How old are you? 16? 18. Come on in. <laughs> Versus the World Radio uses Typefrag Ventrilo servers. Try them out for free at www.vtwproductions.com. Once you've experienced their incredible sound quality of their high availability worldwide servers, sign up for your own vent server at typefrag.com. Use promo code VTW for a special deal. Try on all of their fantastic features, such as their money-back guarantee, instant setup over the Internet, web-based control panel, live chat support, and servers based around the world, so you can always find one that is near to where you like to play. Versus the World uses Typefrag, and so should you. www.typefrag.com, promo code VTW. Hi, this is Will Wheaton from Radio Free Burrito, and you are listening to Versus the World Radio. Uh, we met this next young lady uh, a number of years ago 
on the internets, and then we met her in person, and uh, she has pretty much cornered the market on adorable. And as some of you may recall last year, we discovered upon walking into the venue that their liquor license was such that we could allow no under 21 people in the building at any time. Which included this next young lady who had to do her sound check and then sit out on the loading dock until it was time for her set. She had to be escorted in by security who stood there on stage while she did her set and then escorted back out again. But she rose above it and held what many uh, claim is a much better concert than Woodstock out on the loading dock during intermission came to be known as Molly Stock. This year, we're not in that venue anymore. She's over 21, and she is free at last. Please welcome Molly Lewis. Um, this first song is about happiness. And I've got, I've got, it's on a ukulele, so I mean, you can't really play an unhappy song on ukulele anyway. So, this is me overdoing it. It's called I Pity the Fool. I used to get upset over giant paper cuts and math equations. Nothing stuck in my craw more than dogfights and shopping malls and tax evasion. And sexist tabloid culture and Brangelina and paparazzi. And Proposition 8 and discrimination and neo-Nazis. But anymore these things don't seem to bother me. Ever since I started hanging out with Mr. T He told me to stay out of drugs and drink my milk And treat my mother right And I pity the fool who disagrees Like Lady Gaga for her weird ass voice and that stupid hair of hers. And it felt like J.K. Rowling conspired to kill off all my favorite characters. I disliked all the people I had to ride with on the commuter bus. If Nancy Grace and I were to meet, I would have kicked her in the uterus. But my attitude has had a total overhaul. Since Mr. T told me how to forgive them all He said let the naysayers nay I don't care what they say It's all jibber jabber anyway And I pity the fool who cannot rhyme Gotta help more kids and gotta spread my knowledge I said, T, please don't go He said, hold it, kid, you're old and you're in college He said, you know all that I know I can't teach you nothing, I swear it's true Go out and live your life Because there's so much goodness in the world for you You go watch as Bob Ross paints himself some happy trees And those happy cows on TV make you happy cheese and then he dug in his spurs and rode into the sky on that thing from the never-ending story. And I pity the fool who messed with tea.
if the laws of physics no longer apply in the future, God help you. I love sexy technology. Infecting your ear holes with gadgetry news from around the world. Listen to Tadpool Tech. Only on Versus the World Productions, VTWProductions.com. You are listening to VTW. 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 Productions. 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 Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Versus the World Radio. Researched Chaos. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, VGWProductions.com. Researched chaos. Why are they screaming? Because <laughs> no, it's chaos! Okay. Dogs and cats living together, mass That's hysteria. hysteria. That's hysteria. That's like chaos. That's hysteria. <laughs> Eat me, okay? That's funny. <laughs> you people are never satisfied. Oh, you never make new intros. Never make new intros. <laughs> man, man, my pussy hurts. <laughs> Now it's not good enough. Why well, you got to bring my cat into this? <laughs> <laughs> not kitty, then not pet. Moving right along. All right. So research chaos. Now we can talk about all of the April Fool's shenanigans. Yeah. In all of its glory. In exactly. all of its glory. Uh, so we started with Blizzard, right. which always is a bevy. They don't just do one, one. thing. They Each do of their categories has something list. going down. So the, uh, we mentioned Supply Trop, the mobile iOS, uh, solo game. You play as the supply, I'm sorry, not Supply Trop, Supply, supply Depot. Depot. And it has both raise and lower functionality. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like they even coded a game where you you play the first level, and it's like you know, of course, the evil robot comes and steals your girlfriend because that just happens. And then, like, because level one, the space marine runs towards you, and you lower your slide depot, and he runs across it, and you've succeeded. <laughs> and then it's like game game over. Game over. Game and then over. it's this massive list of credits. <laughs> <laughs> it's got like right hand masseuse left, yeah, hand left, masseuse. left shoulder masseuse right shoulder masseuse they had like you know senior to get game designer middle aged game designer the best boy the bestest boy the worst boy <laughs> <laughs> best ever boy yeah so it was it was good um their other ones ran the gamut they had a uh Various novels they were going to produce set in the Warcraft universe that was going to tap into the teen and tween audience. So they mm-hmm. had one that was the uh, Undercity was holding a competition, much like the Hunger Games, uh-huh. and you know those type of things. And then a novel set back in the post uh, Warcraft Three defeat of Archimod. Uh, what happened between Thrall and Jaina at that time? <laughs> uh, they also had a where in where in sanctuary is Deckard Cain? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was an interesting combination, as always. They also had all Sipped the kitty games. Oh, and then the kitty games. So they had the Westfall Trail and <laughs> yeah. Zerg Typing Teacher. Yep. Which the Zerg, they actually had a demo of that. It's like, and it's like, you have to spell that. Mavis Zergling teaches typing? Yeah, exactly. There's a Mavis Ultralisk. I don't know. Except for advanced users. 
That ain't right, kids. Yeah. Don't do drugs. So that was a, a good list there. It was, yeah. We paused for a moment and recognized sure. the contributors to oh, yeah. our research for this week. As named by Aid this week, the name was Casually Hardcore. Realigns to exclusively cover mobile esports. Because <laughs> apparently, I know Angry Birds is the next big esport. Well, oh my gosh. yeah, the one of the major e-sport, um, I, I read the article, I gotta look back at the article, I'll, I'll find the, the name of the company, but yeah, they're saying they're going to realign, because uh-huh. e-sport's the way they go. Whatever. Oh boy. So we had con- contributions this week from Aid, MacBit, not MacButt, Gwenora, strangely. Which is uh, not as funny as MacButt. <laughs> Barry Von Awesome, <laughs> Boba Fetish. Fangs with a Z, and the Z is what makes it cool. Ursa Heel and Deus Ex. Thank you all for participating, members of our all volunteer research team. Oh, yeah. Native Win and Awesome. Yeah. Moving on. So, Google had a ton of them, too. Yeah. yeah what all has Google done? I've not seen any of that. I'm not time to look. Well, one of them is their uh, Steering Lucky. <laughs> steering Lucky? Like Feeling Lucky? Yes. It's like Steering Lucky for They're their. Steering Lucky for their new winning self driving cars. Their self driving NASCAR. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Steering Lucky. <laughs> All righty then. Which they actually got right turn, right turn. They right got turn, right NASCAR's right official site to buy in on doing oh, this. They put it up there as well. So it's on NASCAR.com. That, that's as well. what they're going to. This new partnership with Google. Oh, that's awesome. Self steering car. And then there's a guy in, in the NASCAR and he has his hands it's like out, out the, the window. window. It's, funny. it's it's pretty funny. So that one was okay, but my favorite Google one was Google Maps. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys have. Uh, Gone to Google Maps the recently. 8-bit version for yes. the Nintendo yes! Entertainment System. <laughs> the video they put together to show you how it's going to work on the NES was fantastic. With the, uh, you know, like, put the cartridge in. Connect the internet. Turns it on. It's all fuzzy. Take out the cartridge. Blow on it to fix <laughs> bugs. <laughs> put it back in there. Now you have, and it's like set like a Dragon Warrior game or any yeah. of the old 8-bit adventure titles. And then if you like, if you want directions, you know, it gives you the directions from one area to the other area. Mm-hmm. Then it puts a little blue line all squiggly. And then your little <laughs> dude goes, yeah, on the little blue line. It's great. It was great. And you can actually go to maps.google.com and click on the quest button in the upper right hand corner to see the world as a 8-bit map. And you can zoom in. They have things like if you go to Roswell, New Mexico, there's a, a little UFO beaming up a cow yeah. and stuff. <laughs> it's it, really funny. Really well, well done. Yeah. Google announces Google Racing. NASCAR is supporting Google's new racing division based on autonomous vehicles technology. Yeah. That they had the uh, what was it the tap talk the tap talk tap talk because <laughs> Morse code yeah Morse code for your Gmail because <laughs> they're like they're like oh these the phone buttons. is so small <laughs> and it has like a full <laughs> keyboard it's too many buttons and so yeah now they have that and it has multi uh, dot and dash um oh god multi touch support yeah. well, no, multitasking. no multitasking multitasking so you can have two of them going like each one, one your each thumbs hand. can do one and then your fingers can do the top part and so you can send two emails at once <laughs> yeah because that's not confusing which was their big theme because they also released for Google Chrome the ability to have multiple input devices so you can have different windows <laughs> open at the same time and you could control two so, mice at so the time. two people could read their Gmail at the same time and then there's a guy and, there, and there's a girl and she's like yeah we always had to you know I always had to wait till I was done cruising the internet before I could use the internet and it but now we can both use the internet and read our email at the same time and then the guy looks over and goes hey who's Danny 
<laughs> Who show, the like, hell is Danny? They show like one guy he's like playing bass fishing in one window and like Call of Duty in the other window. He's like going back and forth and then what was it? And then they said, you know, to prevent you from accidentally clicking twice on one thing and buying something, if nice. the two mice could coasters get too close together, we just shut your computer down. <laughs> There's this guy it happens to. He's like, oh, <laughs> it's really funny. So, and they had, I mean, they had just had a huge list of different ones for Google. <laughs> Reacting to the West the Westfall Trail, try telling your raid that you can't make it because you have dysentery. <laughs> awesome. Uh, died. My character's died of dysentery. Hey. Back to my corpse. Dang it. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was those were pretty good. Those were good ones. Uh, the Star Wars one was funny. Oh, the where Star you get Wars to, was funny. Yeah, in patch one point two, they're going to add in the functionality where you can play as your ship's droid. And it, oh joy! <laughs> they it have has this, exciting things such as like making dinner. Yeah, making the cleaning the windows, but like, but they put it to like their orchestrated like epic theme. It's like you're fixing the wall, and your robot's dun, like wiping dun. his sweat from his brow as he <laughs> fixed the wall. Dun, 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 it does that. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> they have like this whole bit where it's like you can also converse with your main character, and it's like you know, all the grovel, you know, genuflect to do this. Offer massage. Yeah, and so he says it, and then it does a family guy like close-ups on their face as it goes back and forth between the two like looking at each other yeah and romantic options for your robot and eventually you get to take over as your, your robot becomes your main character and so the bounty hunter walks in he goes I, bounty hunters live to serve and you go give me a bath <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that one was good too yeah that's anyway, pretty right, good kids don't do drugs oh yeah which other one was there? We used to, oh, the YouTube one. The YouTube, where you can get all of YouTube on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> on one DVD? Or no, no. No, six trucks come to your house. Yeah. <laughs> and Filled them. with, and it's categorized. So each carton like is like, you know. Lolcats. It's yeah. a whole truck unto itself. But Lolcats, and then you open it up, and it's another box. It's like Lolcats, you know, hamburgers. Lolcats. Cats that look like Hitler. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Cats with bacon on them, yes. Yeah, so that was that one was kind of funny because you know if you order now, you also get one for a friend for free. So there's like a grandma outside and she's tending to her oh. garden, and this big old fleet of trucks truck just pulls out. The shadow is her. <laughs> it's pretty. Um, cool. They also Virgin uh, declared that they're going to offer people Virgin uh, Volcanic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> journey to the center of the Earth because we already sent people into space. And, so now know, we need to go into an active volcano. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And Tom Hanks is coming with us to honor his role in Joe versus the Volcano. Right, right. <laughs> On our first voyage. Yeah, or Will Ferrell for Journey to the Center of the yep. Earth. He could do yeah. that. Um, the Think Geek came up with Hungry Hungry Hippo iPad. iPad. That looks, that that's something that's probably, actually is probably going to go into production. Yeah. It's like the iCade, which was one from right. last year, the year before, which then actually became a product. Yeah. No, as and, soon as I looked at Tom, Tom like, sleeping bag, which yeah. was a joke and then became a product, right. everyone wanted to give them money. Take my money! Yeah. <laughs> I would totally buy that. I'm I like the, 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 the thing, hippo. though, that eventually they plan to have Hungry Hungry Hippos space. Space. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if you like to avoid gaming addiction, do not look at Angry Birds space. space. <laughs> son doesn't know about its existence, and he's not going to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those are pretty good ones. I think that's all that I saw this morning. Yeah, they keep saw, adding to it because I mean, they found I saw a nice more. poem on, on somebody's Facebook wall of, Guy holding out a big rasher of well-cooked bacon says, "Roses are red, bacon is too." 
Poems are hard. Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. That works for me. <laughs> oh, uh, Conan O'Brien brought by oh, his that one, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty that. funny. That was pretty funny. There's a video of him declaring, he's like, yeah, I told him, like, you're out. You're, you're out. out. Uh, Pete Cashmore, you're out of here. He goes, but then I'm on the phone, and he's he was kind of house. at his house. So I had to clarify what he was actually he really out understand. of. And he said he wasn't out, and so I said, I'm going to buy you out for 3,500 3, smackaroos. He didn't know what smackaroos were either. <laughs> so after we explained and uh, we talked it out a little more. Yeah. <laughs> now I own Cocoa this. Fashion. Yeah. But he starts trying to do a tweet with the phone. I mean, it's, yeah, that's great. Reddit did a fun one where they rolled out the Reddit timeline. In oh, the, really? The mockery of the Facebook timeline. Nice. Oh, yes. So they now have Redditors back to the Pleistocene era. <laughs> oh, my God. You guess you roll back so you have like. Sophocles posting <laughs> on Reddit. <laughs> oh, and that's you're, you're going through the Reddit wall and you're seeing stuff posted 426 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, that's awesome. Uh-huh. <laughs> so those are the main ones. I'm sure there's a bevy of them out there. You can definitely just Google search. Like, no, the, the internet has embraced April Fool's oh, yeah. Day oh, like nothing else. Yeah. Um, don't trust anything on Slashdot today. Don't trust anything on Reddit today. Any? Don't trust anything on the internet. Today. Just don't trust. Just, don't trust Just wait anything. for the dates to roll to April second. Don't then. trust your husbands today. Yeah. Don't, trust yeah. nothing. Trust nothing. <laughs> I saw a great um, Billy West, who does the voice of Fry, right. in Futurama, signing. Um, there's a picture of his his character Fry that has become a meme, where it's just. A picture of Fry just kind of squinting yeah. uncertainly. And everybody puts their own words on it. And then not sure if blank yeah. or yeah. blank. And so he has printed up hundreds of that image to do what he signs his autographs to. Nice. Ah, so he's doing cool. customized ones. Not sure if fan or stalker. <laughs> Billy West. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Well, I just got this from Billy West. Oh, that's cool. Stalker. Stalker. <laughs> And, I thought, and the uh, the guys from Indeed podcast, uh, I'm very jealous to announce, are currently at Emerald City Comic Con. Oh, oh, nice! Soaking up the content, rat bastards that they are. I want to go to. I'll take any excuse to go to Seattle. Yeah, you so, think? Yeah. yeah, no kidding. PAX is coming. Winter I know, no, I'm super it's so excited. So far away, though. It does feel far because PAX East is is coming up. It's here. Happening, yeah, pretty quick um, here. Yeah, plug me, plug my plugster for the mini bosses coming up in Alpha Gear. Right, right. yeah. we'll, we'll be performing at uh, PAX East this year. Jealous, jealous, jealous. My brother lives like disturbingly close to Boston, so we could totally oh, make this a road trip. I just need to talk him into you know paying for it all. <laughs> <laughs> just for it I'm going to approach. Um, I have an evil plan, and I may be coming to all of you later in the year and begging for, basically, for you to send my wife and I on a cruise. Hmm. Did I get permission from Paul and Storm to record the entirety of Joko Cruise Crazy oh, and provide yeah. it to all of you in podcast form? Because live streaming from ship is not going to happen. Right. Or take an act of God. Right. Um, I would, if I could find a way to live stream, I would be like the hero of the internet. Yeah, yeah no kidding. I will find, I will talk, sweet talk somebody into letting me tap into the, the, the on-ship ether, yeah. Ethernet network, which does have a satellite uplink. Yeah. And could probably withstand like a 56K stream. Yep. And live stream all the concerts from Joko Cruise Crazy. Wow. Yeah. So I want to crowdsource my vacation. <laughs> and it'll be a working vacation because every show I'll be busy recording right. instead of necessarily attending. But that would be a small price to pay to be sent on a cruise. Right. Yep. True, true. Oh, sorry. I've got to go on this cruise yeah. and meet all these people that I admire. Right. Yeah. But you know there'd be boozing. Oh, and absolutely. That boozing would Hello? make this so cruise. much better. 
So, yeah, we're going to have a chance to see Paul and Storm again, who are one of the organizers of Joko Cruise, Joko Cruise Crazy um, at Nerdtacular in June. And we did get, if you're watching the forums, and you should be, we did get permission to live stream their concert as well as the rest of Nerdtacular. So we'll be mm-hmm. carrying the entirety of Nerdtacular, all the panels, awesome. plus the Paul and Storm concert after, yeah, live and in podcast form for all of you to enjoy. Right. Thankfully, that one's nice and close to home and is not terribly expensive to get to because it's up in Salt Lake City. Beautiful Salt Lake City, by the way. Um, so you can stand the oppressive weight of all the religiousness around you. It's actually a gorgeous part of the country. And if you ski, it is next to heaven. Right. Because mm-hmm. holy crap is the snow incredible there. Yep. They are not overselling it when they put Ski Utah oh, yeah. on their plates because the valleys there are just the perfect yeah. perfect storm of, of snow accumulation without... Not often killing people in avalanches. We lost a few this year, every year, but it's a small price to pay. The blood sacrifice to the snow gods. Uh huh. But I digress. We have reached our next break. When we return yeah, for the fourth okay. half of the show, I not think we're. Do you we, have another? Yeah, I got more. Bring more. I got more. We got. We got. We a can hold time. off. Um, we started late, but we do have to. We have to end on time. Okay. Eh, we can wait. Do not incur <laughs> the wrath of the emperor. He is on pain meds no. and surly. Oh, oh really? He's, he's on the wrong pain meds. He's then. Seriously. He <laughs> no, he's on be. pain meds. He's going to back off on them enough to be able to do a show. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I'd much rather be on the proper dosage, people. Right, right. Don't F with me. Um, yeah, there was a huge announcement this week. Oh, yeah. On the Conan O'Brien show. He's on TBS? I think so. Okay. But... Ron Burgundy showed up on the Conan oh, O'Brien yes, show. He did. Not Will Ferrell. Not Ron, Ron Burgundy. Ron Burgundy showed, showed up. And to, what did Ron have to say? Ron to said that the Par- Anchorman franchise. Paramount and Anchorman finally came to terms on doing a sequel to Anchorman. Which, which should make you very happy. Which last night at dinner, we were ranking our top Will Ferrell movies, and all of us, we had pretty much consensus that Anchorman was number one. Um, but yeah, they, it, it's a great bit. You can find it out there on YouTube where he goes, he comes in and just, he's, he's like, I gotta tell you, Conan, you look terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you're like a skeleton with a red wig. <laughs> now I have to play it. It is so good. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. Grail's Famous drop-in, Mr. Ron Burgundy, oh, yeah. Yeah. the Anchorman. Yeah. So, yes, apparently Classic they announced movie. that there will be Anchorman 2. Sequel, finally, to this. I've got to go watch the original. You have to That's watch so the original. It is, is incredible. In my copious spare time. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's when you guys should you guys should re- record a commentary track and release it. I, it would just be me laughing. Though. I know, I don't seriously. know if it would be that good of commentary. <laughs> <laughs> Drink more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, Drinking makes me funnier. Silence. All right. So since we have to end on time, we'll let's go to the break now. Oh, that thing I'm not ready for. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, kids, don't. I don't do know. Drugs. Like last week, it was like, yeah, I know it's going to be a while. Emperor's not around yet. Yeah. This week, it's not, like, no, we're not now. That yeah. the, the guarantees that he's going to come on and say, I need 30 minutes, and I will have to fly to Cleveland and kill his ass. No. <laughs> 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 Worth every penny. penny yeah, no kidding. Bring a boombox, play the Star Trek music. Look for the chop. Aim <laughs> for the flat top. Oh, jeez. What? What? I just work here. All right. Moving right along. You are listening to Casually Hardcore live on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com. 
We shall return right after a little Jonathan Colton action in the form of Code Monkey. Code Monkey. We'll be back right after this. Hi, this is Will Wheaton from Radio Free Burrito, and you are listening to Versus the World Radio. Code Monkey, get up, get coffee. Code Monkey, go to job. Code Monkey, have boring meeting. Boring manager, Rob. Rob say Code Monkey, very diligent, but his output stinks. His code not functional or elegant. What do Code Monkey think? Code Monkey think maybe manager wanna write goddamn login page himself. Code Monkey not say it out loud. Code Monkey not crazy, just proud. Code Monkey likes speedos. Code Monkey likes to have a mountain dew. Code Monkey very simple man. Big warm fuzzy secret heart. Code Monkey like you. Code Monkey have long walk back to cubicle. He sit down to camp to work. Code Monkey not thinking so straight. Code Monkey not feeling so straight. Code Monkey likes Fritos. Code Monkey likes to have a Mountain Dew. Code Monkey very simple man. Big warm fuzzy secret heart. Code Monkey like you. Monkey thinks someday he have everything, even pretty girl like you. Code Monkey just waiting for now. Code Monkey says someday, somehow. Code Monkey like Fritos. Code Monkey like to have a Mountain Dew. Code Monkey very simple man. Big warm fuzzy secret heart. Code Monkey like you. In the year 2040, there is only war. And now it is up to two men to save us from our inevitable demise. Avast, oh, Fire's database Avast. has been updated. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Alfred Monty. And I'm Yosha T. And we've decided to change our topic. Listen to 2040, 6 p.m. GMT, 1 p.m. EST, Sundays, 
Only on VTWProductions.com. Looking for even more geek-friendly content? Check out the blog section of Versus the World Productions. www.vtwproductions.com. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. And for some reason, Nerds with Opinions didn't play. Interesting. Because I'm an idiot. So we, we, we will be doing some more fixing in post. See how that works? So that goes there, that goes there, and this happens. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Nerds with Opinions. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com, into the Nerds with Opinions segment, also known as Listener Call-In Topic Time. And strangely and surprisingly, there's a frickin' Barry on the line already. God, seriously, that guy. Dude, you got no. issues with... with the, I mean, <laughs> you normally last more than 30 seconds, or is it just... Do we make you more excited than usual? I'm starved for attention. I I can never get on enough podcasts, but you know I've gone whole you know weekends without calling into the show. That's true. It's just really to prove that I can. No, you just, just disguise your voice really well and call in with a different account. This means the Hi, this is Darhas. How's it going? <laughs> no, don't insult Darhas. I'm sure he has plenty of interesting things to say. I don't know. I don't listen right, to the show when I'm copy. not on it. He's really tech priest. Tech priest. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is tech priest. This is tech priest. I know Darza likes the accent. Don't you know? No, he's not Canadian. He's Canadian. <laughs> Dude. That was Minnesota. Not even close. Yeah. That was not even close. I am Minnesota. Do I talk like, do I sound like that? No. No, neither does Tech Priest, by the way. Just <laughs> throwing that out there. Bork, bork, bork. So in, uh, uh, unlike myself, I actually am going to talk about April Fool's jokes. Oh. Like, wow. My favorite April Fool's joke, um... This year was uh, the one pulled on the show right before this one, which involved me. Of course it does. What did you do? <laughs> uh, everyone that didn't know it. Not attention hole or anything, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Post beast. Um, moving on. What would you do on Everyone show that didn't listen to Show X this week should tune into the podcast, download it, and listen to it. Um, we spent like the first half hour pretending that I was Ken. And uh, just completely disregarding. Are you trying to do a Scottish accent, or are you just talking as yourself no. and pretending to be? No, Ken? I just came on the show and I was like, "Hi, I'm Ken," and this is you know, and he was Wayne, and we were just doing the show as <laughs> as I was the host the entire time. And just, what did the IRC uh, have to say about that? They were just more, you know, they pretty much were like, "Whoa, is that isn't that bear? What's going?" But then my computer crashed and was giving us Skype issues, and we can't. And I had to like completely restart, and it was it was interesting. It was a fun day. You never see Barry and Ken in IRC at the same time. I know. Right? Yeah, I think, think Ken about- is Superman. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's the loved- only possible solution. You should have done a really just terrible, obnoxious Scottish accent the entire time. <laughs> so we thought it would be a lot funnier just to like as a joke, just Red to pretend. Pant. Yeah. I was actually, I'm Ken. I've been hosting the show the whole time. Oh, you just, just admit it, you can't do a Scottish accent. That's true, too. Yeah, yeah, no. And every sentence with, oh, and uh, relate a an obsession with haggis <laughs> and having sex with sheep. Well, no, the, the question, though, is do you want me to do a Scottish accent or do you want me to do my impression of Ken? Uh, <laughs> you're a Scottish boy. You remember this sound? Because <laughs> Ken sounds like this and he's a big jerk. He does not. <laughs> 
<laughs> he sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> he can't hear this because he's off doing military things, and hopefully he'll listen to this when he gets back uh, in podcast form. And uh, <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> I expect to hear from him then. Oh, he's geez. off with his girlfriend. <laughs> Well, I used to role play with a guy who was pl- role playing a Scottish person. Oh yeah, and he sounded like an autistic dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> a dwarf with a speech impediment. Clap, 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 clap. 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 Like that was his entire accent. Apparently, <laughs> entire accent. Don't shut off. No, it wasn't even that. It was just like, yeah, oh, I'm going to get that because it's crap. <laughs> Come here, you weak critter. Now, I would also like to switch topics a little bit and ask if I've redeemed myself even a little bit and draw something with you guys. You've yes. improved. Yes, absolutely. I'm trying really hard not to pick things I can't draw. I'm trying not Although to die I, under I, a landslide of games. I made the mistake of announcing yeah, my presence on it, Twitter. What the hell was I thinking? Yeah, I'll only state it on the show. I that stated it on the show. That was it. Daxa. C-H-C-H. Dash C-H or just C-H? No, there was a dash. Oh, is yeah. it? Oh, yes. Dax Dax dash C-H. Grail dash C-H. And then Gnomewise. But Gnomewise put it out over Twitter. So that I'm was sure a tactical error. Like 50... I'm, I afraid to, like... I'm afraid to turn on my iPad is what I am. Although if you guys are playing us, it would be nice to do what A did. And yeah. uh, before you actually do your first drawing, Hi. say, Hi, this is... Blink, and your we don't word know is your real <laughs> yeah, because we've had a few where I'm like, who you know who this person is? I don't know who this person. I don't know. All right, well I'll just draw. But we'll since we happens. both have them, we're assuming they yeah. know who we both are. So I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, I think I successfully changed my username to Barry Von Awesome and draw something. I recognized oh, cool. you, so you you were visible as yourself. Oh, well, see, I sent you a drawing, though, but you haven't responded yet. And I bought a new color pack for the drawing I made for you, Gnome. I was like, oh, this drawing's not coming out right. I need this other color. So I went and bought more colors for the one drawing I was doing for you. It's kind of annoying that, like, in the initial color spread, you don't have a color like It's almost like it was intended that (laughs) way. I know. I haven't actually had to pay for anything. I mean, eventually you earn enough coins. Yeah, yeah. I've got a couple people playing with me though that don't even try. They just it starts and they just draw the word on the screen. And I had someone, I had someone misspell the word, (laughs) even though it's written there on the screen. You're drawing this, and they misspelled it. And then I actually had a weird glitch today. I sent somebody a drawing and they were trying to guess it, and I could see the letters that they had, and I could see the word that I had been trying to draw, and the letters that they had couldn't spell the word that I had sent uh, that, that they gave. That's weird. That'd be slightly frustrating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, no, and I watched her just sit there and stare at it for a minute and then give up. She was like, I have no idea what that is. And the, the, the other thing is there was no vowels for her to use. It was all consonants. I was Mr. Like, Mixoplex, of course. The game is really freaking out. Yeah, it's funny. As the as the Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I really have noticed, though, that there is a limit to how many words you can get. I've gotten multiple things You've over and over. around into the... Yeah, they don't have, yeah. They don't have a limitless There's dictionary. 2,000, I think, words, but they already sent... Like, I get emails from them. They're like, oh, we're going to increase. We're going to yeah, increase the words. We're, we're gonna, all playing too much. We're going to give you the ability <laughs> to save pictures, which is huge, because right now you have to take, like, a screenshot on your eye device or your, your phone before it goes away, which is about a second and a half, <laughs> which is a pain in the butt. So, yeah, that, there's some nice improvements coming. Excellent. All right, we have a new caller on the conference. Who's calling? Uh, this is Ursi, and what the hell, Barry? I mean, really? I mean, 30 <laughs> seconds. 
<laughs> That's actually the only reason I really called here was just to yell at Barry. That's always a valid reason. Yeah, to we, call we in. accept that. Um, <laughs> it, we, in fact, we uh, encourage it actually more than merely accepting. Um, yeah. If anyone else wants to call in and, and berate Barry, we'll keep, we'll keep Barry on the line. Absolutely. Um, I think we have a we have a concept for another show, folks. I think we need to go for another half hour. That's um, our default you know, call topic. That's always an open call topic. That's right. If we have no other topics, it's it's the the berate Barry half of the show, and uh, we, we will forcibly send someone with a roll of duct tape to his house and, and bind his headphone to his head um, <laughs> around his chin so when he pulls it off, he assassinates Reginald. Wow. Um, so How dare you? Kind of like a clockwork horn. That's right. Except okay. I will. Oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I use duct tape when you can use Gorilla Glue. Ooh, yeah. even better. Ouch. Okay, Gnome, it, Gnome, as a fellow hairy man, I cannot condone the use of duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> You guys have gone too far. Say what you will about me, but do not talk ill about Reginald. That's <laughs> I gotta roll a gaffer's take Reginald. Coming for you, I am. <laughs> so did you find anything uh, interesting for April Fool's? Yeah, Ursi. Uh, well, I was the one that posted, um, I think I posted the, was the first one to post the Google Maps. That one the was awesome. Yeah, that's right. Because that was just epic. I mean, <laughs> like, I had to go to Gnome to actually get me added to the approved list of adders. To oh, yeah, you, weren't, you, weren't a, uh, you were a read-only user on the yep. forum board there. Now I so, do so you, you share I, all those posts with your social media outlets. Do it now. Okay. Um, <laughs> sir, yes, I sir. Think I think you're the only social media outlet I've got. God damn it. Mm. I'm doing uh, it wrong. So, yeah, cannibalism. <laughs> Animal lecture, what? Anyway. <laughs> yeah, anyways. Looks like we got a Darahas uh, here, though, too. Possibly. He may have I'm insulted. In. Not what? what? Why are you insulted? And you haven't even... You've been on the air for 6.2 seconds, and you have not insulted Barry yet. What That's is right. wrong with you? Barry's cool with me. Don't How much have you paid him, Barry? Seriously. Are you holding his family yeah. hostage? April Fool's! April Fool's! <laughs> 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 Welcome to the show, Dire House. What's going on in your world? Nothing. I just got back from a movie. Ooh, what'd you go see? Uh, the Secret World of Arietti. Studio yeah. Ghibli, right? Mm-hmm. Do they do their usual stellar job co-working with Pixar to do the uh, Western voiceover? It was it was a good dub. Not it, not up there with uh, Howl's Moving Castle, though? No Billy nah. Castle? Uh, mm -mm. Damn it. It was still a good movie. Yeah, I have a hard time because I'm not a big fan of The Borrowers, which is the source material for that one. Oh, okay. I got, uh, <laughs> from my formative years, the Saturday morning cartoon, The Littles, yeah, scarred yeah. me. Uh, I to know, the, to I the love point the where, Littles. No, no, you don't. They were so cute. No, no I, wrong. that was one I always skipped on Saturday morning. I love morning. the Littles. Like, that would come on, that usually signify the end of my cartoons. Your cartoon morning, yeah. yeah. Like, Speaking of Saturday morning cartoons, uh, Voltron what? IGN had, their April Fool's joke was, uh, they announced the Mass Effect Saturday morning cartoon. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> Done by, like, Hanna-Barbera or something, or was it manga style? No, it, it was animated by Happy Hair, oh, who did Saturday morning Watchmen. <laughs> nice. Be afraid. Be very afraid. <laughs> it was it was about Shepard getting all the people to come together and talk about their issues. <laughs> yeah, because that's so true to the source material. 
my brain hurts. But that's a good. That's a good April Fool's Saturday because yeah. that is a, a dumb thing that a corporation would actually do. Oh yeah, yeah. to squeeze money out of a if franchise. this was the early '80s, sure. Yeah, it would be there because you know Transformers was all about the story, right? And nothing about selling a pre-existing line of toys. Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. It wasn't about uh-huh. bringing, bringing a pre-existing die-cast toys from Japan to the U.S. in large quantities on ships. But I remember they had like Team. What was that? The Mister T Show. And he taught you that, like, if you get stranded in a canyon, you could eat a snake. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that was very formative. Yummy. And then Molly Lewis wrote a song about him. And yeah. The and world was complete. Yeah, yes, circle's exactly. complete. The circle is now complete. Mm-hmm. When I left That's the rather, but the learner, one le- I am the master. I think there's one step left. Mr. T has to write a song about me. Lewis. No, yeah. see, that's like dividing by zero and forms a singularity that consumes the universe. In fact, we must find Mr. T and kill know, him now before he... That's a bad thing, right? Yeah, or, or it's a snake that's eating its own, you know, tail. Ooh. There you go. Robberus. Mm-hmm. I just brought it all can, up. Can you say that on television? Which one? Horatio? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I just... We're going to be all right. Didn't Rocky already defeat Mr. T? Hey, there you go. What was his character's name? Oh, um... In Rocky 2? Uh, no, 3. In 3. Um, crush, Crusher... Crusher something. Because 1 was Apollo Creed. Oh, mm-hmm. Right. 2 was 2, the Russian one? No, it was still Apollo Creed. Okay. Yeah. Apollo it was Creed. a rematch Round against two. Apollo Creed. Yeah. 3 was Mr. T's. Yeah. And then 4 yeah. was... Uh, Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. I must break you. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Whatever he hits, he destroys. He destroys. Oh, my God. Not done in a convincing Russian accent. Not very. No. Everything said in the Russian accent, Russian accent is menacing, okay? Best you like accent to ever. Creed, I want to say, or something like that. Something dumb like that. Um, Apollo Creed was... No, it wasn't, yeah. Because they killed him off in the beginning of 4, right? They had him actually... Or yeah, it? yeah. Dolph Lundgren beat him to death. Yeah. Because you know that happens. <laughs> so um, you're looking for the name of Mr. T's character. It's yeah. James Clubber Lane. Clubber Lane. That's Clubber right. Lane. Clubber Lane. Yeah. yeah. How memorable. Uh, hey, so memorable. Hey, it's got a wiki page. Well, I'm sure it does. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, how do you think I figured that out? <laughs> My left nut has a wiki page at this point in Wikipedia's development. Okay, so it's not saying a lot that the character has a Wikipedia page. Is yeah. your right nut jealous? My right nut is, doesn't participate. He's not very tech savvy. In the World Wide Web. <laughs> He's more sort of a Luddite. Okay. So, yep. yeah. There, I mean, there have been pages you know, put up about him, but it's all surmise and hearsay. Oh, no, okay. okay. Uh, no. <laughs> what, about the, what about the middle nut? We, we do not speak of him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. He, he, he left he us long banished. ago. He's on an island. He's the middle Two child. and three. <laughs> the one that doesn't get cared about. Hmm. Wash gently with a non-corrosive soap. Moving right along. All right, so I'm going to kick some of you to the curs who have been trying to call. So, goodbye, Alfiedersen, all that kind of good stuff. All right, lines are open here on Casual. Two more. We have to turn the stream over to Emperor and Highlander for the Emperor's Court. If we deign to stoop so low. Yeah. And let's see if our friends at Skype do not blow things up too badly. I screwed that up. Oh, we got rid of Barry. <laughs> Welcome to Casually Hardcore. <laughs> Welcome to Hardcore. 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 Yeah. Beer. Hardcore. You're on the air. Who's calling? This is Deus Ex. How are you guys? Deus, how are you doing? Doing good, man. So you have any uh, epic or epic fail stories to tell of uh, 
things you've seen previously on April 1st or things you've seen this year? What's going on? You mean other than the April Fool's joke that's coming to World of Warcraft in the form of Vista Pandaria? Okay. <laughs> you know, they put a lot of work into that joke. I mean, if you're going to go for it, go all the way. And building a dev team just to make it look like you're really making a ridiculous expansion to your world-spanning dominant MMO, I mean, that is dedication yeah. to the craft of jokes. Yeah. Absolutely. Now we'd like them to... That's playing the long April game. 2nd. You know, tell us what you're really doing right, as right. your expansion, because haha, very funny. Yeah, panda monks, that's great. Now, okay, what's our real expansion? Because we just killed the destroyer of worlds in the last expansion, um, so we got to be moving up to like titans now, right? Because we're not doing freaking kung fu panda. Oh yeah. We got to be, you know, the titans got to be coming back to Azeroth and see whiskey tango foxtrot. We've been doing to their plan. And you know, what sensible storyteller or game writer would ever go with Kung Fu Panda instead of Titans? Well, so. they, they also have the, you know, the um, snake, who, snake, who also does a little bit of Kung Fu, and uh, the tiger. So yeah. they've, got, they've got several... Well, uh, they can branch out They can from branch there. out a little bit If they're, bit if they're the really panda. stealing Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. I like the praying mantis myself. Oh, the mantis, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's all different forms. It's tiger right. forms, right. mantis yeah. form. Right. And, yes. Got the joke the first time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Each is available DLC. Well, I mean, I mean, you could tell it was a joke as soon as they told you that they're also putting Pokemon into right. World of Warcraft. Is that that's when I saw through it. I said, "Oh, this is a long form April Fool's joke for 2012." Because who the hell would put freaking Pokemon into an MMO? I mean, right. come on, seriously. It's like you're trying to to drive people away from your franchise. Who who would do that? But I'm not bitter or anything. <laughs> you don't play anymore. Why should you care? Because well, I can't play the game that I used to play. And I miss, I miss playing World of Warcraft. Back when it was World of Warcraft. I mean, I've said before, the day they lost me was the day they announced, yeah, we're making a small change to tanking mechanics. We're, we are removing threat as a game mechanic. Yeah. Unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> and there was, a, there was a period of three months there where I wasn't doing the MMO thing. It was good because it was when Arch Nemesis was at her most needy. Um, as a every three, four hours feeding kind of thing. So the timing was good to not be playing an MMO. Uh, and Swartor came along and all was, all was forgiven. For a different MMO. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say forgiven. I said all was traded. Basically. Yeah, all was traded for <laughs> someone who takes their world seriously. Because if they put... I mean, is Bioware going to introduce, you know, Droidemon? <laughs> Where you'll be fighting with your non-combat droids? Well, you have that little... Unlikely. Though they may the, be listening. You have, little, and then, yeah. you have the little sweeper that follows you around that you get. Yeah, that's just non-combat pet. Yeah. That's okay. Well, that's what all the Pokemon started out as in yeah. World of Warcraft. Oh, well, yeah, I know. I and so. now, now they're water-type Pokemon and, and air-type oh, and humanoid-type. Christ. <sighs> Yikes. Crazy. I'm not bitter or anything. All right, we've got room for one more here before we call it a show. And I just did it the wrong way again. And Deus Ex, I just hung up on you instead of adding you to the conference. But there's a new person on the line. Who's calling? Hey, guys. This is Deathwarmer. Deathwarmer. Hey. Deathwarmer, excuse me. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's uh, okay. kind of nervous, though. First time calling in. Oh, you, your sound quality is spectacular, so you're using an above-average uh, audio rig. So you we, sound we, awesome. we, we thank you for that. Yes. yes. Talk, <laughs> talk sultry in Dax's ears. <laughs> Repeat after mm. me. Hey, baby. You he live doesn't around have here an accent, often. so he has to talk sultry in your ears. 
Hey, baby, no. how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> See, that was his douche, <laughs> that was his douchebag accent, oh, and he it. nailed it. He you might as well be it. from New Absolutely. Jersey. You're not from New Funny Jersey. Funny you mention that. I am, in fact, from New Jersey. <laughs> See, and that's why he nailed it. <laughs> that's awesome. Got it in one. <laughs> it's a that's, Jersey thing. It's a Jersey thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now, so and now right Daxa now. loves you. <laughs> she's, she's booking her plane ticket now. Welcome to the show, <laughs> Deathformer. And what do you got uh, by way of memories of April Fool's past and present? Well, you mentioned Transformers, and ah. there's a Transformers message board that I frequent, TFW2005. They have a recurring April Fool's gag where they reskin the board in My Little Pony fashion. Oh, God. Oh, oh. Yeah. You're going to give people nightmares. <laughs> okay, when it you're, does. When you're, you're in the mental mindset of transforming robot toy. Yeah. Oh, that looks so cool. And you get <laughs> hit in the face with Fluttershy. <laughs> that can cause damage to the medulla oblongata and spinal cord. So it's got yeah. a My Little Pony in a little gangster pose with some glasses and a backwards hat. That would be Rainbow <laughs> Dash, yes. Oh, sorry, I don't know my ponies. So you don't pay attention in the forums. <laughs> There's so much to be learned from mocking the bronies. Um, I don't like to mock people. If they like ponies, they like ponies. No, they're in on the joke. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Moving right along. So yeah, that would be. There'd be a slight shock to the system to be going there in all Transformer mode and forget that it's April 1st. Oh, God, what's happened to my franchise? Yeah, we get new people on it every year. (laughs) So they renamed it the Fuzzy World (laughs) (laughs) 2005 (laughs) instead of TWF. Nice, nice. I like that the pony has a tat, though. Right? Of a rainbow? That's pretty hardcore. It is. The rainbow is upside down, though. That's true. They all have those. Really? They call it a cutie mark. It's part of the marketing campaign. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a tat. That's left over from the original My Little Ponies from the 80s, where each one, because that's how they take the same plastic injection mold and sell it 50 different times by injecting a different color plastic and sticking a different decal on its haunch and calling it a cutie mark. It wow. is marketing freaking genius. You know way too much about this. But that is a really cool... Because I want to make one. my million billion dollars from people buying the same this. hunk of plastic over and over and over <laughs> again. So I respect that. Ten of plastic mm-hmm. each. Yeah. Yes, six or seven different poses with the front foreleg in you know, a variety of different positions. Right. And then every color of the rainbow and then a, bunch of de- a box of decals. Yeah, okay. And n- nearly slave labor on the Asian subcontinent sticking the hair on, sticking the cutie mark on. And an empire is built and now 40-year-old men are in on the joke. And I, I'm just going to nip off and shoot myself. <laughs> nip off. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my I can give you a nice distraction from that if you like. Hit me. Go to Kodak.com. They have a good one up today. Yeah, I they're still relevant. Theirs. I thought they went out of business. I know they're in chapter eleven. Almost. Well, if they can Although pull the new venture off. may be successful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if they can pull this off. <laughs> it'll they can be pull pretty off impressive. the new venture. <gasps> wow! I want one. See? See? There we go. Yeah. Mine is loading slowly. What am I missing out on? Print your own kitties. <laughs> Print your own live kittens. Yes. <laughs> it's fun, fast, and easy. See how it works. Select it's like a It's like a grocery store or a Walgreens kiosk. Yeah. <laughs> Go in, select your kitten, wait 90 seconds, and fall in love. That's really good. I was That's over. 
I've been trolling on the, the Frog Pants um, forums, getting ready, working with them to prepare the coverage for Nerdtacular. Have you really been trolling there? Uh, more lurking, I okay, think. Lurking, lurking is, is the correct go. term, which is basically observing and not participating right, a lot. So right. more of a lurker than a troll. You're correct. So I was lurking over on the okay. Frog Pants forums, and someone posted they're gathering things for prize giveaways, and they put a picture of one of the, the rare loot cards from WoW, which was the Mistsaver Cub. Oh, yeah, yeah. And with the, uh, with it not scratched, and then a kitten, little little tiger-striped uh, tabby kitten that looks like the Miss Saber Cub, and it says, free to a good home, must take both. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Very wow. nice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Kodak, print your own free live kittens. If you can pull that off, you'll be, you'll be a relevant industry once again, as long as they pre-print them already spayed and neutered. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. That must be. Because... Damn. That one was really good too. I, Thank for one, you. welcome our new kittenish overlords. <laughs> kittenish. Kittenarian? I don't know. Can you imagine the ink cartridges for that thing? Oh, man. They were probably pretty pricey, I'm going to have to say. <laughs> you know, blood cartridge and the flesh cartridge and a fur cartridge. and then yeah, You think making a sausage is ugly? Yeah. Concentrated cuteness. Yeah. And then <laughs> heart of evil cartridge as well. <laughs> ultimately, those things turn into cats. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, you get some dude who owns like a boa constrictor comes in there. He's like, do-do-do, lunchtime. <laughs> Aww, <laughs> Later, kitties. It's a vending machine for snake exactly. owners. Exactly. Kodak, you must ha- make this happen. You'll never be out of money again. Oh, Just mired in lawsuits. <laughs> <laughs> what? What is it? You know, it came out of a machine. Is it a living kitten? It didn't last long if it was. Well, everything's legal when it comes out of a machine. That's right. <laughs> like I said earlier in the show, when real cyber sex arrives, it's the end of the human That's race. For sure. No one will procreate ever again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're two minutes late, by the way. Yep. And Emperor's going to beat do, us up. Well, I noticed that we kind of are lacking uh, an a, emperor. A certain emperor? In the IRC. Um, so I'm a little concerned that he may be hospitalized again. So, Uh-oh. in case he is, uh, our happy thoughts head your direction. Get well soon, and I hope you know nothing. You know, the God has not smote you from on high, as we right. were always kind of worried that he would. So if you listen to Emperor's show, um, despite the fact it. that he's a good Catholic boy, um, he's not a good Catholic boy. Some of the show. stuff that comes out of yeah. his mouth <laughs> in character, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're you're thinking a fork of lightning is is due his mm-hmm. his zip code any any moment now, so it it could have happened. Got it. Got <sighs> it. But I digress. All right, we're gonna see if we can scare ourselves up an emperor since I went to all the trouble of playing his sexy new promo on I the know. show and everything. That was Highlander's <sighs> promo. That was an emperor's promo. Yeah. It was for Emperor's show. Whatever. That was Highlander. We're giving him credit today. Okay, props, props to Highlander <laughs> for being the sexy half of yeah. the duo that what puts on your three-hour break from internet porn as part of the Sunday Power Block. Who's our sexy half? Ahem. Grail? Yeah. Got it. Cool. <laughs> I'm going to tap Kirby now. <laughs> you want to trade shirts on? <laughs> I'm just... Uh-huh. I Silence! Do you know we still have a listener on, too, by the way? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. This is called additional entertainment. It's I'm helping him overcome his stage fright. Oh, got it. It's like, oh, these are just some freaking weird people I found on Skype. I shouldn't be nervous at all. Yeah, yeah. Why? Except we're tracing back your... Uh... 
IP address. Backtrace. Right no, I'm just kidding. I backtraced you. <laughs> See, I went into lurker mode by default there. There you, oh, yeah. there you go. <laughs> so we call it listener mode. You uh. see, that's different. <laughs> but we actually do need to wrap it up because in the next 10 minutes or so, the mini bosses are due here for their interview. And so they're tiny. Oh, hush. <laughs> so, I am going to kick you to the curb, Knight. Thank you for calling. Hope you'll call again in the future. Get over the old stage fright thing because you were awesome. Yep. Booyah, Bye-bye. Grandma, booyah. All right, you have been listening to Casually Hardcore live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Two hours of your life that you just ain't getting back. Oh, yeah. We'll be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Pay attention to the front page of vtwproductions.com for new announcements about new shows. Pay attention to the Alpha Geek section where you will see the various Alpha Geek interviews that I mentioned earlier in the shows getting rolled out. They'll be premiering live at 7 a.m. on Fridays on the 24-7 server to fill the void left in all of our lives by the lack of an episode of the morning stream every Friday. So we will give you Alpha Geek interviews instead to keep your nerd quotient from toppling over backwards from lack of input. I have been Gnomewise. I have been Dexa. And I've been Grail. And we... Happy April Fool's Day. (laughs) Are out of here. Bye-bye, radio people.